Yeah. Young boy. What he do, man? Shit, man. I'm spark that blunt right now. My bad, man. My mic was on mute, man. But you know what? Happy 2022 to you, young sir. You as well, sir. A little bit late, but uh, you know, I know I already dropped an episode this year, but that was recorded in the year 2021. For people who didn't notice, this right here is the first Toxic or Tripping podcast episode of the good year 2022. 2022 too, and I would like to highlight something else. We are nearing very, very close to the one year anniversary of the conception of this here podcast. Been a nice little road. Don't even feel like we've been doing it that long, but that must mean we be, must be getting good at it. You did. It's becoming a little more natural. I'm feeling a little more comfortable behind the mic. This is how I get down. But motherfuckers know I'll be fucking around with radio when I was in high school, so I do this shit. So, I'm going to enlighten y'all on a few things, okay? Just a few highlights. One, I am still the finesse guy. Always. Still the toxic one. Still Dale Anthony Bosley J.R.R. This here is still the Toxic or Tripping Podcast. Ain't shit change. We just keep a shit moving. You dig? You know what I'm saying? Just letting y'all know what's happening out here. I'm just trying to keep it fresh, keep it happening, keep it toxic, keep shit growing. You dig? And y'all know exactly who the fuck it is, man. Still ain't shit change, your boy, M-Y-K-E. What the fuck does that mean? Master yourself or be a king every mother fucking day slow money better than no money no talk just hustle so what's the definition of that get your fucking money when you get your money don't tell niggas what the fuck you doing just let them see the results you understand what i'm saying we here to profit my nigga we ain't here to stunt mm, let them know and um, um just in case y'all didn't realize the entire length of this podcast production has been done throughout the pandemic okay now for that reason there is no YouTube channel just yet. Me and my boy MYKE, we don't have time like that to link up all the time so we can be in the same room and record videos. But I promise you, time will be made. YouTube channels will be put up. And we'll be adding to some videos to this situation. Just letting y'all know what's going this on. This time next year, we will be in the same room as Gilly. Hey. And hey. Wallace. Hey. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, I like that energy, young sir. I like yeah, that. I, I like that energy, sir. Shout out to Million Dollars Worth of Game Podcast. I fucks with them heavily, low key. Actually, uh, they just had uh, Gilly and Wallow. They was just up on the uh, on the All the Smoke uh, podcast, All the Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Spend some real facts. I ain't even going front. Y'all need to holler at that. Right. By the way, this ain't no ad, but I, I shout out the podcast that I fucks with. I'm just saying. That's all. Now, in the light of the new year, there has been uh, an abundance of toxicity that has taken place because, as we all know, the holidays breeds all types of toxicity, especially when you're talking about relationships and situationships. Right. 
ill, you start getting families involved. If you marry, you talking in-laws, you got kids coming over, nieces, nephews, whatever. Shit can get hectic. Whether you get invited to the function or not, shit could get complicated. Just letting you know. So shit has been going down on the interwebs. Shit been going down on the personals. Me and you both done went through some shit over the past couple of months. Shit happens. Shit happens. And I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to keep y'all informed. I ain't here to hide shit. I do what I do and I am not ashamed. That's just how I get out. Now, I want to rap with you, young sir. Let's do you know what I'm saying? Run a few things by you. You know what I'm saying? A few hypotheticals, some real shit, some fake shit that I made up in my head. You know, that's how I get okay. out, bro. That's, <laughs> that's just how I get out, bro. You know? Now, we don't get to the celebrity shit at the end. I like to say that shit for the end. We're going to start working in more of the personal shit at the beginning of these podcasts, all right? Okay. Now, I'm not here to spill any type of beans or give anybody a play-by-play of my love life or this, that, and the other. I'm just here to educate y'all on the various toxic situations I may find myself in from time to time. Now, young Mike, you don't have any kids. Right. However, have you had any pregnancy scares? Yes. Yes. And in the midst of those pregnancy scares, have did you ever at any point in time feel obligated that because she was pregnant that was the time to initiate a relationship with that woman? Or were y'all already dating? Uh we was already dating. Now did her getting pregnant make you view the things a little differently as far as your relationship with her? Uh yeah, it did, of course. It did. It did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we of course we're speaking from a different point of view here because you have no kids. We're talking about a pregnancy scare. Of obviously that pregnancy scare didn't turn into a whole movie because you still ain't got no kids. So right. I ask you this. Ain't funny as hell. I'm just saying, I'm just breaking it down for the people. So I say this. You said you that made you look at the situation a little differently, right? Yes. Did that make you feel, I don't know, more strongly towards her? Um. Or was you just straight up nervous because you was that young? I wasn't young. One young, right now. That shit was recent. That shit was been like the last like one of them was within the last three years. Got you. Now thirty. Now I don't mean to get into your business, but the fact that you didn't have kids was that choice up to God or was that choice up to y'all? Uh, her. Got it. Boom. Now we ain't even got to divulge all the vocabulary that goes along with that. People who are adults who are listening to this podcast knows what the fuck went down. Okay. So I proceed to ask you this. Now what we're up? gonna get into the little more of the hypothetical side. Okay, because you say it was her decision not to jump down. I ask you this: What if you found out she was pop, 
And in so doing, you decided to take that step forward. Man up, so to speak, as they would like to say these days. Man up, step up to the plate, handle your business, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Make an honest woman out of this young lady that's going to be your lady. You're going to start your little fan band, how your lady rose. Right. Now, in the midst of that process, you said what now? Not hurt. Not hurt. Not hurt. All the vitamins and minerals, no injuries. Let's say mellow ball. I'll take mellow ball. I'll take mellow ball. That's cool. So, yeah, so you so you so you getting ready, you know what I'm saying? You 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 fully prepared <laughs> in your mind to go ahead and set upon this track of becoming a father. You know what I'm saying? Raising a family. And forever for for whatever reason, in this case, she makes the decision to not keep it. Now also there are other decisions that can be made. God can make this decision for you in which it wasn't in the cards for y'all. It wasn't supposed to happen. But regardless, she was pregnant and then she wasn't. Right? I ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did the shits did the situation change after she made her decision? Yes. Did how you look at the situation change? Yes. Okay. Now I ask you, sir. Do you believe that there is an adequate, I don't know, time period that you believe should pass before one, before two parties break apart after deciding not to procreate together? Yes. You, you do. Should. I think... Um... One, my mom told me that mm. because my mom told me, she said, if she decides not to have it, leave her the fuck alone. Mm. I asked my mom why, and she was like, when women do things like that, she's forever going to resent you. Right? And my mom was like, she was like, if she, if mom was like, if she decides to do it, because ultimately it's her decision. That's Facts. Facts. Ultimately her decision. But my mom is like, you know she's young, so she's gonna she's gonna resent you. You know what I'm saying? Like she's gonna resent you for that situation, and she was like, for the rest of her life, she's always gonna think about that child, mm. even though it was her decision to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Because ultimately, no man can force a woman to go through that. Mm. You feel me? That is something that she chooses to go through. Gotcha. I, I I absolutely agree. By the way, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, my mom was like, "You just after she like." My mom was like, "Literally after she does it, and she's healed." You know, she was like, "Maybe wait a month or so." You know, because it's gonna take her a while to kind of get right after that. Mm. You know, and she was like, "Just slowly separate yourself." Mm. That's what I did. Now that's that's that situation. Now I'm a, I'm gonna throw a little twist in there. And I'm going to ask you another question. Still pertaining to the same situation, though. You say so. You you you've had you 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 got it on you got it on wax now that you've been through a situation where a woman was pregnant that she chose not to have it, right? Right. Have you ever been in a situation where the woman was pregnant, she wanted to have it, but was but later found out that she couldn't? No. Got you. I've been through two. Okay. And I bring that up to say 
this. What you mean can't have like she can't have the baby? Uh prime example, miscarriage. Okay, 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 okay. So I bring that up to say this because I've been through two of those. One the first time it happened, the young lady promptly left me afterwards. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one, I chose to take the bull by the horns and leave that individual. Or should I say leave that situation? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking like oh, we found out it was a miscarriage and I holler at you peace deuces. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's ever been through a miscarriage, it's a whole process. You know what I'm saying? Because you already went through like two or three doctor's appointments and then by the time that third or fourth one pop up, that's when you find out ain't no heartbeat or ain't nothing in there depending on what your situation is. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole motherfucking process. And then at the end of the day, you probably gonna end up having to go through an abortion anyway. In addition to all that extra shit. So it's a nice little lengthy process if you break it down. You know what I'm saying? So I flip the same question back to you. Do you believe there should be a certain time period before those two parties part ways. Because, mm. because I'm not going to hold you. I was listening to The Breakfast Club the other day. I don't listen to The Breakfast Club all the time. Sometimes it be a little dry, but every once in a while they do interviews that pique my interest. And seeing as how I've been through a miscarriage or two, they, they had some uh, infertility uh, chick on there, some life coach, and she was given mainly the female perspective of going through this situation. This is a toxic tripping podcast. You and I both got dicks, young man. So I'm sorry I'm giving y'all the raw, uncut male perspective right here, right now. So I ask you again. Because I know you ain't get a chance to answer. I cut you off. Do you believe there should be a certain amount of time before those two people decide to part ways? Yeah, I mean it, it. You know, um, yes and no. I mean, if if it can be immediate or if it needs to be immediate, mm. okay. Um, I think personally, you know, in a situation like that, I think you, you should ease out of something instead of just immediate departure. Um, but that's me. That's me. That I don't. But at the same time, I don't know the situation. You know, it could be a toxic situation, and, and you know, you don't know. But my preference, you would want to ease out of that. Well, I I, br- I break it down to you. I I, br- I break down. I break down a, a perfectly good hypothetical situation for you for you to wrap your mind around it. Let's say you messing with a ting, right? Yeah. Firmly supplanted in her role in a rotation. Okay. However, yeah, however, she does have aspirations to be wifey. Okay, so she's a small forward trying to be a point guard. I got you. Indeed, you know what I'm saying? But she in there. You know what I'm saying? Of course, if she's in a rotation, lots of stick in the moving going to happen. And lo and behold, somebody get popped off. Now, when you're giving this information to somebody being popped off, you're blessed with the uh, opportunity to make your own choices, are you not? Yeah. 
Because at yeah. that point, at that point in time, once you find out somebody's popped the ball is in your court on whether or not you want to be a father or not. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what courts say. I don't care what the women say. You as a grown ass man have a choice to make at that point in time of whether or not you want to be a father. You have to make that choice. I don't care what she says. I don't care how many times y'all don't fuck. I don't care what the paternity test says. In order for a man to be a father to a child, he has to make that choice. He has to. Otherwise, it's bullshit. Okay. So, let's say you make that choice. You proceed accordingly. And now, she's already been in a rotation. Now she popped. So, next step in the process... Might as well jump down. Y'all already got a little something coming. Got a little bundle in the oven. She's obviously rotation material, so why could she not possibly be wife material? Let's see what's up. Right? Like you like you said, you you try and start your little fan bam. You got your little situation going, right? Okay. Let's say let's say you J down the right way, the official way cohabitation and all doing what you got to do to set your little man's up for the kind of future and the kind of family environment that you want him to have right mm-hmm. and then God starts to put his fingers on things he starts to say nah this ain't the time for y'all this ain't the time for you this ain't the time for her you gonna debt that that's a very PC way of me saying this pregnancy is no longer going to continue at least not the way you want it to Okay. Very sad, very somber note, but it happens. It's a very, very common thing in this world that we live in. Miscarriages happen every single day. Not to belittle it at all, but they do happen. So at that point, you've already made moves to try and make sure this is going to go accordingly, but then shit is out of your control and things drastically change. She's no longer pop. no longer giving you that extra oomph to make mm-hmm. you feel like you about to have this family unit. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I ask you, in that position, would you feel obligated to stay? No. No. Why? Okay, well, just to be, just to be you know, a thou wow, right? Yeah. If 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 the factor of you being pregnant and us potentially creating a person and the current status of this companionship mm. is the reason why steps in that direct family union togetherness house to a home mm. was spoken of, upon agreed true now with the unfortunate events of what happened mm-hmm. that factor has now been removed from the equation right it has so, with that factor being removed, 
there is no longer a reason to move forward with them. Mm. Now, that is a logical train of thought to that situation. Right. Now, if I could flip it, I could totally understand the emotional side that that woman is feeling after the situation that just happened. True, true. Especially if she already has children. True, true. Um, but, and and I don't mean to be cold. Um, never trying to be cold, always trying to be real. That's something she has to deal with. Mm. Now, unfortunately, you have to deal with that alone. Mm. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. You know, because like I said, that is that is a man with a logical point of view. My emotion is removed from that situation. Facts. But if you have that conversation with this woman, nine times out of ten, you probably wouldn't be able to finish the conversation without her breaking down front. That is true. You know, that is true. Emotional reaction, emotional feelings, emotional train of thought. Um, I say that to say this. I went down that whole little dark rabbit hole to ask you this one key question. Yeah. And we can wrap up the topic with the answers and responses to this here question. I am a firm belief that there are three situations in which people will most likely hit their lowest point. Losing a parent, losing a spouse, and losing a child. Any of those three will put you at your lowest point, in my opinion. So I ask you this. Do you think it's fair to, I don't want to say judge, but I'm going to say it, adequately judge someone on their lowest point. Like, because don't get me wrong, death row and federal prisons are packed full of people who were judged on their lowest moment. And, and, I hate to say this, my G. I hate to say this, but we, if we're going to keep it real, I have to keep it real. I got to keep it a thigh wild. Wild mm-hmm. hunters. In this life, you are judged on everything that you do. True. But you are critically judged when your back is against the wall and the shit hits the fan, and a decision needs to be made. Big facts. Because that, that's that's going to throw the direction of your life in one way or another. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? That is facts. Um, if to, to answer your question, yes. Mm. Yes. Now, I will say this. I think age <laughs> matters. True. 
like something somebody did at 15, 16, 17, you know, you know, same situation, 30 years, you know, so you 40 something years old and you still make the same stupid ass decision that you made at 16, you know, that is kind of, or you, you, there's a pattern of the same situation being, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, I'll, get, I'll get you. I'll get you. You know, so, but yeah, but yeah, but yes, yes. Even at your lowest point, like you, you have to be judged. You have to be. I say this. I don't feel like you can be judged by your lowest moment, but I do think your lowest moment needs to be taken into account because your lowest moment and your highest moment are going to are going to show things. They're going to establish a baseline. You have to establish your highs and your lows. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a... I honestly believe that's when a lot of people become the closest because, you know what I'm saying, you may have siblings that go through trauma together and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They may go through some of the losses together and that trauma, you know what I'm saying, that tends to be what bonds a lot of us, especially when you come from where the fuck we come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? The fact that we went through shit with a lot of our day ones, that's what makes us fucking day ones. Period. Right. Point blank. You know what I'm saying? That look, you know what I'm saying? That that that, that little gym we got caught up in together. That that's gonna bond us, bro, because we got through that shit. Right. But but like I said, like, but see, it, it's it's like I said, it's the age too. Like we was young. True. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like. That 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 bond, like niggas is young and still on the same mindset. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you are you are you saying that to say that the patience wears thin as the age gets older? Yes, hell yeah. Like I said, like shit, I'm seeing motherfuckers do, you know, in your teenage years, and then you're fucking thirty years later, so you're in your forties. Yeah. It's like the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. I can respect that, man. I respect that, man. We 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 wrap that up, man. I ain't mean to kick off the first episode of the New Year on no somber shit, but I want to kick it up for some 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 real, something that was really gonna spark some reactions. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 go ahead. I gotta say this, right? I think um, I think a situation like that, like people people, a lot of people can relate to. Because 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 real spill. Think about how many times that goes down, and the guy doesn't jump to the opportunity to be a father. He just says, "All right, well, just let me know what you're gonna do." Right. That's how that usually goes. And whether you have a miscarriage or not, you're probably not even gonna have a real conversation with him again in the future. Right. I'm not seeing anybody or myself should get any type of credit for what they did or what they didn't do. All I'm saying is people are going to be who they are. And given the fact that you you're, you you went through something and you're currently going through something, not even being on no foul shit, but that doesn't only apply to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? There are multiple people in this world, absolutely everybody in this world, who is going to be tested and they're going to be judged on how they react to said test. Regardless if it's fair or not. You know what I'm saying? 
I can come into work right after my chick broke up with me and snap on my boss, but I guarantee I'm not going to get leeway because my girlfriend broke up with me that day. I'm going to be held accountable before for how I behaved in that moment. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's just a fact. And it's a hard truth to swallow because a lot of people like to think that you're going to get a pass because you got some shit going on. That's because most people are bitches. They pussy. Fair this enough. World this world is soft. This world, like how, how it was for us in the 90s. Like, gee, peak, peak game, right? I'm I'm listening to Ether at, 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 at the gym yesterday, right? Yeah. And I'm listening to I'm listening to Nas rap. I was like, bro, he would be canceled like a motherfucker if this song came out right now. Big facts. If this song, he's saying faggot, pussy, bitch ass niggas, mm-hmm. homo. Like, he's saying all of this, like Eminem. Oh, yeah. Like all that shit that happened back in the day when they was they and they was doing that shit then with Eminem. True shit. Sure. And that's what like and, and that's the blessing I feel like with us being true eighty babies. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I don't care what nobody say. You feel me? Like that's an honor when niggas be like eighty hey, real nigga, we just made the cutoff. <clears throat> we just made the cutoff. Real you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> real spill. We, we last of a dying breed, nigga, like Cause we were see, cause we were we were born in a part of the '80s to where we got to actually grow up in the '90s. 90, yep. You know what I'm saying? Early 2000s. And and but our roots and the people who raised us yep. were adults in the '80s. Right. And we were younger. Exactly. So all of the shit that they was going through, how they was moving and shit in the '80s. That got instilled upon us, even though we were growing up in a different era. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. And then it's like, like I said, we the youngest. Like, and see that 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 makes a difference too. Like, even like when I say and I date certain women, and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm one of five, you know." But it's like you're the oldest. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? It's like it mean you the same age. Like it's a totally different mindset. Like Shorty, like my eldest brother's damn near ten years older than me. He was seventy nine. <sighs> You feel me? Like, like I grew up in the nineties. That nigga grew up in the eighties. Like he grew up in the crack era. Facts. You understand? What I'm he like, was like, like, a grown ass <laughs> man out here in these streets. You feel me? Then same same thing. Like with my other brother, he was eighty four. So it's like you feel what I'm saying? Like these niggas really grew up in the eighties. You feel me? And it's like that that the music, the culture, like that shit. We grew up. Seeing that shit, you feel what I'm saying? Real shit. So, you know what I'm saying? And you know, like the big homies, all them niggas is like my boy Ralph. Like Ralph, Ralph '84. You feel what I'm saying? Like he an '80s baby. You feel what I'm saying? Like my boy Johnny, my boy Johnny '85. You feel what I'm saying? Like these, and they older. You feel what I'm saying? Like my boy, my boy Jew, he '82. You feel what I'm saying? Like so. All right. And you know what? That this is nice. I gotta shout out my, my father. I mean, cause I gotta shout yeah. out my boy Devon too. That's big bro too. Shout out my big bro Kev. You know he eighty two out here. Fuck you, you mean. me. Show you, show your little brother ropes. Almost everything I learned in this world, I learned from my big brother sharing the room, low key. You feel me? But talking about how people was brought up is a nice way to parlay into this next topic I wanted to rap to you about. Um, I was uh, 
listening to the the Joe Budden podcast when I was at work last night, right? And they was talking about how motherfuckers be tricking on hoes and shit, all that. Oh, I'm sorry, how they be how they be tri- tricking on the things. My bad. Oh, tricking on the things and all that, and you know how the, and, the, and the thing was brought up about how. Well, if it ain't it, it ain't tricking if you got it, and it was like, well, obviously a motherfucker with money brought that shit up, and it parlayed to how the motherfuckers who can't afford to trick on a female be acting all salty at the motherfuckers who can trick on a female, or they be salty at the female who be accepting the trick, right? Mm-hmm. And his his thought process behind it is that. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I'm parlaying what the man said. He was like, most of these niggas these days are fucking females. Yeah. And hold on. And and the way he explained it was really fucked up, bro. He was like, let's look at everybody in this room right here, right now. All of these motherfuckers is 30, 40 plus. All of these motherfuckers was raised with a, with a dad in the house, with an older brother and shit like that. He's like, man, we learn from our older brothers. We learn from our pops. We learn from our uncles. We learn from our OGs. The society we live in now is littered with single-parent households, predominantly ran by women. And that's not a knock on females. That's just an honest-to-God fact. So if there's no male around teaching you how to move and how to operate with the female species, obviously, who are you going to learn from? Right. Which is why you come across these men who, quote unquote, act like females. They brought up a key example about how, you know, you know what I'm saying? You ever be kicking it with a thing and her phone be blowing up? Mm hmm. Even though that nigga know damn well she with another nigga, he still blowing her phone up. Right. Fuck nigga shit. I'm of the mindset that we can now say that fuck nigga shit is applicable to motherfuckers acting as if they don't have a penis. As if they didn't grow up knowing who the fuck they are. As if they probably grew up as nerds, didn't grow up properly talking to females and learned everything they learned about relationships and how to deal with the opposite sex from their mom right. or their grandma or their auntie. And I think that shit was crazy because you just got through talking about we, you know what I'm saying, we 80s babies, we learned how to move a little different just based off the people we grew up with and the people that raised us and the people that was around us being raised it's funny how that trickle down effect has started to affect everybody, bro. It's affecting everybody, bro. Because when you speak, when you speak about a, a man not being in the household, they'll say, "Oh, this girl got daddy issues." That was always a key term back in the day. She got daddy issues because her daddy went in the house. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's bigger than that. You got grown ass men out here engaging in relationships with women with absolutely zero reference on how to move when it comes to operating with a female. Mm-hmm. 
They're operating on the frequency of being in the female's place because that's how they learned how to deal with their emotions. They learned how to deal with their emotions from a female. I'm sorry, but that's scary. That's scary. That's scary. I think that I think that switches up a lot of dynamics in the dating world if you got a lot of niggas out here acting like they females as far as the way they handle their emotions and the way they move when they in situationships like that. Because I've been in that situation too. I've been kicking it with a team. And then her phone start blowing up, knowing that's another nigga. <laughs> Like how how do you know she's out with somebody else and then proceed to continue to blow her phone up? I don't get it. Have you ever been on such a thing? No. Like I I couldn't I couldn't even understand how that would be a reasonable way to handle things. You know what I'm saying? Like why wouldn't you just keep it pushing? Why wouldn't you go find another team? Why wouldn't you take the hint? You really that you really that tied up into your emotions that you think this motherfucker this woman owes you all her time and energy devoted to just you. What does that sound like? What does it sound like, Mike? Exactly. We fucking up the dynamics here, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking up all types of dynamics. And, I, and I'm and i a key on another thing. You sent me a video. A little Kevin Samuels, little snippet. A little, little 10-15 minute video. On the gram. And he did one little small thing, bro. He asked each, 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 it was four women. He asked each of them, what kind of man what man that you're attracted to, the man that you're attracted to, what kind of woman would he be attracted to? That's what he asked them. And they all gave varying characteristics and this, that, and the third and whatnot. All, you know what I'm saying? All of them kind of similar, but all of them a little different, right? Mm-hmm. And he tied that, shit at, tied that shit up at the end so smooth. He said, Every characteristic you just named was describing a man when you're supposed to be describing a female. So let me get this straight. We got niggas out here moving like they females emotionally. And then we have women who can't even properly identify what the fuck they want in a man. How are we supposed to find balance, Michael? How are we supposed to grow from the toxicity if motherfuckers don't even understand what roles they're supposed to be playing? I may get in trouble for saying that, but I'm sorry. There are roles in a relationship that need to be played in order for it to operate properly. That's just a fact. Now that's between you and your boo to decide what those roles are. But you ain't gonna sit up here and lie to me to say if you're gonna be in a relationship, you're gonna have to be a part of a team. And being part of a team means knowing your motherfucking role. 
That's real though. Men and women alike. You need to know your motherfucking role. You need to know your motherfucking place. Because if you know your role and you know your place, then you know what role and place your partner is supposed to fill. You hear me? Yeah. But nah. We're dealing with this fucked up dynamic in the dating world where a woman is asked to describe a woman. But she can't help but see through the eyes of what a man would possibly want. But newsflash, ladies, y'all don't know what the fuck men want. If you truly knew what men want, the divorce rate would not be as high as it is. Exactly. It would not. I mean, I mean, but we have to keep it real. Majority of these fucking women are delusional. My guy, like they're delusional, bro. Fair. Fair. But what I'm learning is maybe some of the niggas are too. That's fair. Maybe some of the niggas are too. That's fair. Because people out here messing the whole game up, man. And I'm not even saying it's got to be a game, but when you got two sides, you can't can't help but call it that. It's exactly what it is. It's a trip, bro, when you sit back and think about it and analyze it. I'm sorry, there's too much toxicity going on in the world to ignore it. You done heard the stories of your man's coming to holler at you about some chick doing doing him wrong, but he's still going back hollering at the chick. He's still trying to plead his case, trying to make it, trying to make her his. Even though he knows she on some fuck shit. And the other way around. It's mind blowing, bro. Mind blowing. But it's all good, man. It's neither here nor there. It's it's twenty twenty two. Obviously, the world is as toxic as ever, and and, it's just gonna be what it is. But we're gonna finish up here. We're gonna finish up here with some celebrity shit. We're gonna talk about your man Jay because um, whoa, no, yeah. We're gonna talk about your man Jay. We're gonna wrap it up right here because I believe that his whole marriage, divorce, separation is just a nice bubble of what toxicity can be if you ain't got nothing but money and time to spend on it. Okay. okay. So obviously he's married to Kim Kardashian, right? Obviously married to Kim Kardashian. They agree to separate, right? She started dating a comedian. He started dating a model. Normal rich people shit, right? Right. Now, I ask you how you feel about one small detail in this situation. My man, Jay, decides to buy a house directly across the street from Kim Kardashian. You say petty immediately without even hearing anything else. I mean, that's petty, bro. Kanye's response in an interview he says I did this so it'll be easier for us to co-parent the kids I can be as close as possible that was it that, that was his reasoning but you say petty why hold on say it again what was his reasoning his reasoning was so it would be easier for them to co-parent the kids I think they got like three kids together 
nigga, you could do that shit if it was a mile apart. My mans. You feel me? Like, nigga, you trying to see what the fuck going on. And niggas already know your personality, folks. So it's like, nigga, seeing how the fuck, you feel me? Like, gee, you on some power type shit, trying to, who the fuck, you know what I mean? You trying to just, like, that's petty, bro. Or you trying I to show up like, I got, a, I got a bitch too, nigga. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know what's really up with Ye. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, niggas fuck with Ye. He always going to be a legend. But it's like, to me, that's petty, bro. Like, mm. a nigga like me, it's like, I don't, like, look, at this point, if we finna divorce, you finna co-parent, cool. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, mm-hmm. I would not, I'm not trying to see this nigga pull up. Or if they outside, another nigga playing with my kids. Mm. Oh, we all we all play together, like man. You know that's just me, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, obviously, different mindset, son. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So mm. I don't know. I I'm gonna applaud that man. All right, fuck all that. Okay, you do what you gotta do for them damn kids. One for say he could have moved down the street, could have moved around the corner. Nah. I'm right here, across the street. I know what's up. I know what's happening. Right outside my window. I know where they at. I know who over there. I know what's popping. I ain't mad at them. You do what you gotta do. No, tabloids may run with that and make it seem like it's all about Kim. But no, the man says it's about his kids. I believe in the man says it's about his motherfucking kids. I ain't even going for him. I'm rocking with him. I'm rocking with him. Even if it is toxic as fuck to live right across the street from your ex-wife who's not even your ex-wife yet, I'm rocking with it. Just saying. That's cool. Any of y'all toxic individuals out there end up going through a divorce and y'all got kids together? I'm trying to tell you. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Go ahead and move, go, move across the street. Move next door if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you, yeah, no, okay. Alright. I'm, I, I moved next door to my ex-wife. What the fuck you mean? Stop playing. Okay. I got my little ones? Yeah, we neighbors. What the fuck you mean? We had the PTA meeting. What's happening? What's good? So y'all gotta do that right across the fucking street. Yup. 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 Perfect way to co-parent if y'all not cohabitating. Yes, up. Fuck you mean? Stop playing. Let 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 me let me be a millionaire. I fuck around by a whole crib. You can live in the guest house. You and your man. Kids here. We all one big happy motherfucking family. Because I guarantee you, what's not gonna happen. There is not going to be another motherfucker raising my children. I don't give a fuck what happened. But you got to be right next. I mean, I got to be right there. (laughs) I got to be right there. I don't know if you remember. This speaks back to the very first fucking episode we had. We talked about sacrifice. We talked about me parenting my little mans. You said I had to be there. Up in there. There is no other way to be there, be all up in there unless you what? Right across the motherfucking street. Shout out to Kanye. Y'all stay motherfucking toxic. I ain't even arguing no more. I'm holla at y'all.